Hey everyone, welcome back to the Paradigm Shift Podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode. Uh, We've got a a guy coming back. He was here about nine months ago, Eric Nelson. He did a podcast. It was really actually one of our most popular ones ever did. It um, It was titled The Struggles of Our Youth and How We Can Help. Um, I'm going to have a link to that because it's a really powerful episode. I recommend going back and, and listening to that if you're a newer listener. Um, also, if you're a newer listener, I want you to be able to hear a little bit from Eric. So, Eric, how are you? Tell us a little about yourself, man. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me back yeah, on the absolutely. podcast. Yeah. Um, I think I said it in the first one, so if you go back and listen, you'll know all about me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm married to my lovely wife, Christina. Uh, coming up on three years in July, actually. I'm out for the summer because I'm an elementary PE teacher. So enjoying that time so far and uh, also coach middle school football and baseball. So it's good to be back on the podcast. Yeah, man. Absolutely. That's sweet. Um, and today we're, we're talking about a pretty cool topic. Actually, this is something you wrote about. I, I believe it was less than a month ago this morning, two months ago maybe. We had a pretty uh, pretty overwhelming response from it. So it's definitely a good one for us to talk about. And we're, we're titling it, How We Can Use Sports to Glorify God. And um, I think it's it's a cool topic and it got a lot of discussion uh, on the website and on social media when you when you posted about it because it's kind of something different that a lot of people really even myself I'd never really thought about it before sports and God were kind of disconnected yeah. you know mm-hmm. um, ultra competitive and also when you're watching it pretty pretty intense so yeah. you know how it goes but uh, I kind of want to just jump right into the first question here um, what are some common things that actually cause us not to glorify God while we're playing or even watching sports I want to start with a question I have here do we wish to worship the Creator or the created because there's things that are created by God that are good for our glory, but are we making the created thing the God, or are we making God the God? Are we making much of God or much of His creation? So, I have three um, things here that are pretty common that we you know hear in church culture. I guess you could call it. First one is our treasure. Um, Matthew six twenty one says, "Where your treasure is, there your heart there your heart will be also." So, how much are we investing in our sports teams? How much are we investing in our leisure hobbies that are or enjoy uh, that we enjoy and that we you know can get away from the busyness of life and mm. digress and yeah how much are we spending on our on our kids if we're parents on their youth sports and traveling and I know I coached a youth team uh, baseball team last year and it was it's just crazy the amount of money that goes into it and the the new bats and the new gloves for an eight nine year old that you know just wants some pizza and yeah. ice cream after they get I, done playing I can't imagine mom and dad if you're listening thank you I know that you spent a lot of money on me and I was that kid right after I was done I'm like well now I want some food yeah so right, like right. they were spending every dime they could make on me playing sports and right more and more so I get that yeah and so I think we could be better stewards of our money better um putting our money towards eternal value and eternal value instead of you know necessarily the present and making that sport an idol based hmm. on where our money's going do, next, do you feel like with that real quick, do you feel that a lot of people are not out of out of line is probably the, the wrong way to say it, but like things are not proper in their lives because they put such an elevation on sports? I think but so. Not even just for like parents, but also for them, for their kids. Yeah, I think because we see it as a good thing and something that can be used for good. Right. And then it just kind of slowly creeps in because we don't view God as we should and we let the good thing become a a God in our life as opposed to, you know, flipping it and using it to, to glorify him. Yeah. It's interesting to hear you as a coach share this perspective. Cause you know, I'm, I would maybe expect it from somebody who doesn't play sports who maybe doesn't get it, but you're someone who understands it. You've been in sports your whole life 
And you're saying that there needs to still be some form of balance with it, which is yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, well, it used to be an idol for me personally, and I used to just always fill my time with sports and sports center, watching reruns three yeah. times in a row, and I'm like, just wasting my time. Right. So, yeah, anyway, keep on going, man. I didn't mean to cut you off there. The next one after treasure, I have time. Um, Ephesians five fifteen through 16 says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Again, similar to Treasure, how much time are we investing in our sports? How much time yeah. are we investing um, waking up on Saturdays and watching college game day and watching college football throughout the entire day? And before we know it, our day is gone and we've invested so much time in our sports activity. And then Sunday comes around and we're rolling out of bed to go to church for that hour and we're dreading getting up for it. But yet we could celebrate all these teams right. huh. throughout an entire Saturday. So, And same thing with... Um, Again, going back to the youth baseball, coaching a travel team, we were gone three out of four weekends a month, and yeah. you know it's all day Saturday, it's all day Sunday, and by that time you're you're spent and you really don't have time for God. You're you know you just need time to digress and relax, and uh, so it, it just takes up a lot of time if we let it. Um, the last one, talent. Um, one Corinthians ten thirty one says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So having a God gifted talent to play a sport like I think of LeBron James, for example. He's an amazing athlete, and how is he using that talent? Is he using it for good? Yes, mm. he practices. He puts in a lot of time, puts in a lot of effort, but is, is it his God, or is he using that talent to, to bring, bring glory to God? Or, mm. you know, Obviously, athletes, you know, they got to speak for themselves on whether they're right. following God or not, but I just think of like the talent that we've been given. If you've been given a talent, use it in a sport. It's not an evil thing. It is a good thing. Just yeah. have it in its proper perspective. Yeah, this is a, so I, I'm obviously, for anyone who's met me, who's listening right now, I'm, I'm not a professional athlete, nor have I ever been mistaken as one. If you played a sport with me, you'll get it. Pretty good um, swimmer. Pretty good swimmer. Yeah. yeah, that's it. We played basketball actually today, earlier today. We were talking about this podcast together and stuff, and I think I made all of like five shots the whole, whole time, you know, they were close too. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, but for me, like perfect example, World Cup soccer. I yeah. mean, it's once every four years, I get psyched about it. And I'll be real. It takes some uh, it takes some priority in my life when it comes on, which again, isn't a bad thing, but am I leaving time for God and keeping the main thing, the main thing. Right. So that's more the one that really hits me, which is time and treasure. Both of those, like what is really more important to me? And am I still prioritizing God over even that? Yeah. That's um, good. and you know, people will justify it myself included, but it's like, Oh, it's once every four years. So like, it's not that big of a deal. Right. But the truth is like, God's always God. And we got to always got to keep him first, no matter what's going on. So, yeah. um, that's good, man. So I kind of want to roll into this, this second question here. Um, which is, you know, you kind of just shared some of how we're not glorifying God necessarily, but how, how can we use sports to glorify God? What can we do differently? I think before we get into any, like, any list or anything, I think it just stems from how we view God. Like, is it His glory that is our priority, or is it our own glory? What are we oh, wow. trying to get from what we're doing and how we're watching and how we're playing sports? God's glory or our glory? That's, a, yeah. that's different, man. That's big. Right. Um, so the first one I have down, uh, this is uh, in the... Um, the blog that I wrote a couple couple weeks ago. The first one I have here is grace. Uh, if we believe in God's grace towards us, we're going to extend the same grace to our competitors, to referees, to you know everyone involved, depending on your role that you're playing in, whether it's your kid or you're the participant or you're watching it on TV. Now I play some pickup stuff. That's much easier said yeah. than done, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure is. I could, I got testimonies on that, but we'll save that. All right, all right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, God is a great example of, obviously, the grace that he's given to us when we're not so pleasing to him. So when a referee makes a bad call, who are we to 
jump on their case and, and make them the focus rather than, you know, showing that grace and that forgiveness towards them. Right. Um, so let's just recognize it and extend, extend grace, recognize the grace that God's given us when we continually mess up and just supply that and just honor him in that. That's a big one, man. You could almost end right there, right? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. That's I, huge. Grace is always the beginning. And yeah. Uh, the next one I have is humility. Um, God displayed his humility again, just as he, as he did his grace through Jesus Christ and his willing sacrifice for our sins. So I think when we're participating with humility, that can be shown in many ways. And whether we're winning, we can be gracious towards our competitor. Or if we lose, we can handle it the right way and, and, and go from there. So, and Philippians 2.8 says, obviously Jesus, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death, death on the cross. And living in light of this truth, I think God is reflected and God's glorified in our acts of humility. And while they might look weak or they might be um, look differently to the world around us, it's going to be honoring to God because that is that's His nature and that's His characteristic. Absolutely, man. With with humility, man, that's one of the things of the Bible. I, I love uh, anything the Old Testament. Somewhat David, and he was considered a humble man, but he always talked about it regularly, or you can read throughout the Bible to practice humility. I think yeah. that. A great place to practice humility and actually get stronger in it is throughout sports. Because whether you're losing or, or winning, like just because you're losing doesn't mean you're automatically humble. Like I know some really some sort, you know, some bad losers right. man, because they're they're being prideful, they're being arrogant about it, right. and the reasons why they did. Or when you're winning, you just feel so much stronger, better than the competitors. But I think actually showing and practicing humility in that really does well for you and translate into other parts of your life. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but it was on. I think I saw it on Twitter, but it was a it was a short video clip of a pitcher in the College World Series, and he struck out the final guy to end the game. And at, all his teammates were celebrating because they were going to the College World Series. But he walked over to the batter that he just struck out, and he gave him a big hug. And you could see him that he was whispering something into his ear. And the story came out that they were actually they played youth sports together, and he wanted oh, wow. to tell he wanted to tell his friend like, hey, this you know I know I'm going to the College World Series kind of thing, but you know our friendship is more important than. Than that it's just a game at the end of the day. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, it was a wow, cool display. I didn't of see it, but that's really cool. Uh, and the last one I have is to serve. Uh, we know how to serve because we've been served and uh, continue to be served by God day in and day out. And I think we follow the example that Christ set before us. Um, it'll just lead to us serving our teammates, serving our coaches, serving mm-hmm. referees. Again, whatever role, whether you're a parent or you're a coach or you're a leisure participant, if we can serve, we're going to display the gospel in that way. Yeah. That's great, man. Uh, you know, I think back to Jesus. He came to serve, not to be served. Yeah. I think it's another... It's, it's really cool how you've always used sports. And this isn't... You know, this isn't the first time you've talked about it with me or even written about it on the blog. But it's it's crazy how much you can relate in the gospel and following Jesus to sports. It really is. So you're, you're kind of the guy who opened my eyes to that. Because I never... I thought, again, they're completely disconnected in my mind until we've always sat down and talked about it. But that's another really cool way, man. Like, you're, you can serve. And uh, that's what Jesus came to do as well. So... Yeah. Really cool, man. Um, so next question I want to get into here, because uh, the, the things you just mentioned, those are, those are big things, man. That's not like some just small little things. Those are some big deals. Like what can we practically do to start glorifying God in sports? I think similar, similar to how I started the last question, uh, we're going to love and serve like God when we are more concerned with his glory than our own. Mm-hmm. If, if we're seeking him and we know his characteristics and we know what he expects of us, we're going to be more likely to be obedient to that. Um, so I got, again, I got three Three points here. As, as a viewer of sports, we can appreciate talents that we see. We can appreciate the godly characteristics that we see over maybe the score or the victories that are happening, sort of like that college baseball example. 
of the pitcher. It's just yeah. it's cool to see that as you're viewing sports, you're seeing a, an, a humble act being displayed right there in the midst of a heated competition of a winner and a loser, and it's just it's cool to see. So if we can view um, if we can view sports through the lens of eternity, like what really matters at the end of the day, the score of that baseball game is not going to matter, but those guys might be friends for years to come and might. I don't obviously don't know if they're Christian or not or believers, but you know if they are, they're going to impact people for the glory yeah. of God. Or maybe it spoke to somebody that was sitting on their couch watching the game and they saw that that act. Absolutely, man. Um, so our our treasure and joy should not be selfishly be spent on sports. As we're viewing it, let's view it through a lens of eternity and view it uh, in a way that God can be glorified. Uh, as a participant of a sport. I think it's important, again, to honor, I know I said it already, honor teammates and coaches and referees. Uh, play to the glory of God. Go out there and give it your all. Don't, don't lackadaisically show up and just just be there to be there. Like, yeah. Give it your best effort. or whatever. Obviously, if it's not a competitive environment, just be there to have fun and spread joy. Um, play with integrity be, and be more concerned for displaying God rather than yourself. That's good, man. So even if we're in the heat of competition and our team's going to lose, we'll what's more important our integrity or the fact that we're going to find a way to win at, at all costs and and bend the rules to our favor i think it's more important to play with the integrity that that displays god's character rather than selfishly looking for a victory or a way to serve ourselves. Uh, and lastly as a parent um we can praise uh, the godly characteristics in our child more than the statistics and the victories that, that they come out they come out of the game with maybe they won the game ten to nothing but we don't need to focus on the on the score or the fact that they won and yes it's important to strive for victory and mm-hmm. and appreciate that in the child but if that's our focus and that's all we talk about and we only talk about their performance well we're missing the maybe the character trait that they displayed when they helped up a fallen teammate or when they helped up a competitor that had had you know, gotten injured and helped them over to the sideline, things like that. If we can praise that in our child, it's going to set, set the children up for a better success in the future. And they're going to know what's important. They're not, they're going to know that it's, their character, their godly characteristics are more important than say the score. Cause if all we talk about is the score, that's, that's right. what they're going to see as important. Yeah. That's uh that's it, man. Some parents are crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of it, some parents are crazy. <laughs> And as I mentioned previously, if we bring light to what holds weight in eternity, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot more fruitful for that child and for our future. And we can um, turn around this, this sports culture, as you said, that's just, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it really it's, is. It's definitely an idol in, in our American culture. And I think if we aim to glorify God in it, we can turn that around for good. I love that, man. What you're, what you're saying there is like, to view eternity more than even the sport itself. And I like that, man, because that's the way that, us as believers especially are called to live our lives. And I think a lot of times, you know, we're doing an outreach or we're going to church, like we're thinking about those things. But again, some people to switch when you start playing sports, you're thinking, okay, it's, it's game time, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you can keep yourself in that same mindset that, no, I'm here to glorify God still. I'm here to still have uh, eternity in my mind. That's a totally different way to look at the game. And you can still perform the same way. If not, honestly, if not better, because you're, you're focused less on the small details and more on the bigger picture of what you're doing to really make an impact. Yeah, I so, agree. That's great, man. Like, re- really cool stuff. Do you have um? Do you have any final thoughts or anything that you want to share about this topic before we close out? Again, I think we can reflect the glory of God by simply knowing God more. I can mm-hmm. give you a list all day long, but if you're not, if we're not seeking God and trying to know God and His characteristics more, and acknowledge that we're nothing without God, then the list isn't going to matter. We're going to try to muster up enough 
energy and our selfishness to to serve but at the end of the day it's not going to be for for god's glory so the simple timeless truths of reading god's word getting to know him more um obeying his word living out humility living out uh, a servant's heart living out grace that he's shown to us all those things that he's shown and continues to show to us and that we would just pray for god's truth to be evident in our lives and how we in in our um whatever our role is in sports and i think if we just pray for that, God's going to give it to God's going to give us patience. He's going to give us these things because it's in His will. That's part of His Spirit, and if the Spirit's in us, He wants to give us those things. That's great. Well, Eric, thanks again for being here, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Yeah, and anyone who's listening today, uh, this is cool. First off, another thing, Eric, I love that you're like a point guy because the show notes of this are going to be great. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm very excited about that. So anyone who's listening, um, be sure to check out the show notes. You can go to podcast.dailyps.com. We'd actually love to hear from you. We'd love to hear some practical things you're doing to, uh, to share God in sports or to live for God first, even above sports. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please leave something on there. And thank you as always for listening. For show notes and discussion, visit podcast.dailyps.com. Thank you for listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast.